Hello there, internet, and welcome back to the There Goes the Big One podcast, uh, the podcast where two idiots talk about video games. I'm your host, Matt Hines, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Guy Wakem. Yo, what up? Oh, God. Okay, let, let's redo it. Redo it. No, I'm trying some different stuff. You know what they say, if you throw enough shit at the wall, you end up with a wall covered in shit. Yep, and you are certainly not gangster, so let's not try that one again. Wow, it's done now. <laughs> All right, well, this time we don't really have an agenda. There's no uh, no <laughs> events and like things happening, so we're just going to ramble yeah. about games, I reckon, for about an hour. So that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll, uh... <laughs> I guess I'm doing it on my end, then. Here we go. Let's talk about... Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I haven't been playing much, um, if I'm completely honest. Um, oh, well, brilliant. About you. Great, well done. Gaming podcast and you don't play games. Well, well no, there, there is one thing that I've played, actually, that I kind of, um, I've got an idea that we could kind of talk about. Um, so, you know video games, right? I, I do know video games, funny mm-hmm. enough. You play them, uh, you know well, them. Well, I, I try. Um, recently, uh, the Monster Hunter Rise demo got, uh, got an update. Oh yeah, I remember you there was saying a second that. Demo. I, um, I did there not was a download demo. it. Well, they always do this. They've done it since, uh, I think since World, where... For two. <laughs> this one in World. No, they did it for Icepawn too, oh, I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, but they'll release a demo and it will have like two hunts in it. And then people go, okay, well, we've got a good grasp of the game. And then they release another demo, and it has the flagship, and it's meant to be, like, way harder. And they've recently done this for Rise with, uh, I think he's called Magna Malo is the flagship. Okay. You can, so you can fight against him now. Um, I'm going to be honest, I hate this way of, of, uh, of them doing their demos like that. I have a feeling if it's anything like the the other demo they don't give you super awesome gear and i imagine the gear they've given you in that game is terrible in comparison to the monster yeah and i think this is part of a problem um monster hunter is about kind of like finding the right kind of gear the right kind of weapons for a hunt so if you've got to fight like a really tough thing you can be like oh this guy's weak to this element so i'll bring this element to be able to deal with it or I'll bring this armor because it's strong against him. The problem with these demos is you obviously don't get that, so you're just stuck with a preset armor. So you might be like, okay, well, that kind of sucks, but you just have to get really good at the game, right? The other problem is that the the time limit on the quest is like 15 minutes. You get 15 minutes to hunt this thing. Okay, so they've shortened the time limit. They did the same with uh, Nergigante, and I think they did the same with... Uh, with Iceborne. Oh, they definitely did with um, Nogogante. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, and the problem is that in the main game, the actual hunt isn't going to be 15 minutes. It will probably just be like a normal size quest, like 15 minutes. Um, so I don't know, man. Like, I like difficulty challenges like that, but sometimes you got to be like, okay, when is the game being a bit too unfair? 
it's kind of in monster hunter it makes me feel like they want you to almost think that this monster is really really he's a flagship monster so he's he's really really scary he's going to be a threat so they just put like a fake challenge on it to make it look like it's impossible to beat him so then when you go into the actual game throughout the game you're going to be like oh shit here's this monster it's really really strong uh, how am I going to defeat it? Whereas, obviously, like we found with World, Nogagante is a little bit of a pushover once you've got the right gear. Yeah, and I mean, like, you still kind of have to learn how he fights and everything, but I feel as though it's just really, like, making the fight seem artificially difficult than what it actually is. And I don't think having this preset gear... Obviously, there's no other way of really doing it, but having this preset gear doesn't really... I don't think it perfectly examples what Monster Hunter is all about, you know? Yeah, they kind of... It's almost as if they've got the... They've obviously shown you a different gear set, like a different armor set and sort of weapon set for every, like, weapon type in the the original demo. So they're showing you Mm -hmm. kind of, what, like nine or ten different um, weapons and nine and ten different, like, armor sets and different monsters. And they kind of... Almost like they don't want to spoil more armor sets and stuff so they've kind of just gone here use the same stuff we know it's not going to be good enough but just yeah just use that against um this monster because we don't want to spoil very much more yeah and i get that it is meant to be really hard there's obviously going to be a ton of people who are like oh well i've beaten it i've done it in like five minutes but i don't know it just feels a bit too unnecessarily difficult in my opinion Whereas, and, and the main thing is that this is a demo, right? This is meant to try and get you to convince you to buy the game, to, you know, support it. Um, I just don't think it's a good representation of what it's actually going to be like, you know? I remember having this conversation when Iceborne came out because they did the Tigrex demo. Um, and I remember finding that annoying. And then... Mm-hmm there was all those people that actually think Tigrex wasn't strong enough, wasn't hard enough yeah. in this one. And see, that's almost kind of, well, here you go. This one's going to be super difficult. And I, I, we don't need that. I think this is why I didn't bother. It's not the, the main reason, but one of the reasons why I didn't bother picking up this demo is because I'm, I'm happy with what I played um, in the original demo. And as it's only, what, like two weeks, less than two weeks away now, um, I think I'm okay with just waiting till the game's out now. Yeah. I think part of the other problem as well is, unfortunately, Monster Hunter is a game where it has a... It's got a really solid community of record. Like, I think most people who play Monster Hunter are actually really nice oh, and yeah. helpful. Yeah, they are. But it does have a community that are like, oh, if you play Monster Hunter, you live Monster Hunter. You play it for hours and hours upon end. You get as good as you can be. Um, so... Unfortunately, a lot of the community is in the camp of, oh, I'm I'm happy with harder challenges because I'm super good at it. I like to think I'm all right at it, but I also don't think a game needs to be that needlessly difficult. Well, it's the same, especially. For well, it's the same kind of concept I I have, and I'm glad I've got the same kind of concept I have. Like I said about Crash Four last time, where I just yeah. feel the game developers have gone. This is a new game. Um, we want it to be challenging. Um, and they've just ramped, ramped the difficulty up on the game needlessly to like almost the other end of the extreme. And there's there's no need mm-hmm. for it. You want to just... I When I play games, I'm not a hardcore 
one I'm not hardcore for one game. Like I, I don't just sit and play one game religiously. Um mm. and I just feel like I'm not a casual gamer either. I like to, to play things. I'm kind of in the in the middle of this of the spectrum. I do like a good challenge. Um but at the same time I, I can't be bothered to play a game for a million hours to, to get super good at it. So making a game like Crash Bandicoot 4, which is single player as well, unlike Monster Hunter who's multiplayer, making it um ridiculously difficult just for the sake of being difficult just it isn't fun like i'm never going to finish that game because i can't cannot be bothered to get so good that i just live and breathe crash bandicoot and everything i do is perfect i I can't be bothered with that yeah i think um actually a really good example of a game series that does handle the difficulty well and I think we should probably do an actual episode on these games rather than just talk about them just now and saying that's done. But I, you know, you can't help but bring them up when talking about difficulty in games is the uh, the Soul series, which we are both like avid fans. Oh of. yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that is the thing. They have that sort of difficulty where, on first glance, yeah, you you can think, oh my god, these things are actually so hard how am i ever going to do it um but it actually doesn't take that long whereas you have to sink like like multiplayer games thousands of hours into it to even be mediocre um, which is again i think one of both of our problems we have with dead by daylight which is also a multiplayer game is that it expects you to play it for thousands of hours and like anyone big who plays dead by daylight is always like Nothing will make you better unless you've played it for thousands of hours. Until you've played it for thousands of hours, don't expect to be super good at the game. And just, just I don't have time for that. And like, I, I don't want to play a game that makes me need thousands of hours in it to to get good at it. But Dark Souls is one of those where it doesn't take long to pick up, um, and it's just it is practice. But again, you can get it down in in a few hours, I would say, rather than thousand it's there's a well there's a common misconception i think with dark souls where a lot of people think it's unfair but i very much don't think dark souls is unfair it has a steep learning curve sure but if you look at the way the game is designed and everything i really don't think it's unfair no i don't either like i know other things people have said is they've they've gone one direction and have immediately been killed but, but that's learning, isn't it? You go one mm-hmm. direction and you can clearly see these monsters are super difficult. It's probably not the way I need to go. Yeah, It is unfortunately a bit of trial and error. Um, but if you listen to quite a lot of context clues that those games tend to give you, you should be able to find your way through them, you know, not easily, but without, like you said, having to spend thousands of hours at it. But the, the other, to play devil's advocate on this one, the other thing that I have got where people have moaned is, or I feel, is it doesn't hold your hand like so many games nowadays, like so many open world um, action adventure, anything like that kind of games. They kind of have a waypoint where you've got to go all the time. Um, like Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. is very much like this and, and any real open world games like that. Dark Souls doesn't do that. Dark Souls doesn't go, look, this is where you've got to go. Uh, if you just talk to people and just explore, eventually you find where you've got to go. Yeah. And I think the majority of people actually like that about the game. You know, it's not a negative aspect at all. Oh, no, no. It's just saying that's what people would 
would say in terms of finding it when you first play it, finding it difficult because they're like, oh, I have no idea where I've got to go. Um, it really could do with having a tutorial, which there's, there's pros and cons to whether I think it should have a tutorial. I mean, if it did have one, I'm not going to um, try and burn it to the ground and be like, oh, this is the worst. Um, but again, I'm not bothered if it does yeah. have a tutorial in the game because you do pick it up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, since we're jumping around from different games, I've just loaded up a uh, a top ten list of apparently the ten hardest games ever made. Oh, okay. Um, so let's let's go through it. This is from uh, it's from a website, Game Media, which I've, I've never, never heard of them through. Um, so you know it's good quality content. But let's go through it, and yeah, then we'll see. It. We can kind of like judge whether. So number one. Is Dark Souls, which we were literally just oh, talking about. You should have about. gone down to the, uh, the from the bottom to the top, saying what's least hardest to hardest. Well, uh, I don't know if it's in oh, order. Okay. I think it's just that... it might might be in order, but it might just be listed. Um, number one of is Dark Souls. We've kind of just talked about yeah. that, which I agree um, is, diff- is a difficult. I think it does, but once you've learned, yeah, it, I would say it deserves to be on a difficulty list, but it's not like. It's not once you learn, Definitely once you learn the, the enemy's moves and patterns, because that's the thing, most of the time they will do the same thing or you can manipulate it. So they do the same thing yeah. over and over again. Like there's one very, I mean, I'm, <laughs> this is just saying I can complete the game fine, but I'm still not confident enough to do this every time. Like, I think the first boss in Dark Souls or not, not the first boss, because it's kind of like a, tu- there is kind of like a tutorial area boss, but without counting him, the, the first proper boss, the Taurus demon, there is a, mm-hmm. uh, not a glitch, but there is an exploit where if you get it just right, he will just jump to the left and kill himself. Um, yeah, I, I can I can pull it off quite often, but I kind of practiced it. But that's the thing, like when you learn their patterns and stuff, I mean, I can do it fine without needing to do that because I, I'm very bad at doing it. So I just chuck on a pine resin and go to town. But once you learn the attack patterns and you learn like, how you can dodge and what you can kind of dodge through and stuff it's not that difficult like you soon learn well oh actually i've got his pattern down now and then the bosses become quite simple yeah and i think uh, i think that's what makes speedruns of that game kind of interesting as well because you do a lot of those kind of exploits and you know a lot of those you follow a lot of those patterns to kind of get everything going exactly how you want it yeah and if a speed it's, it's and if a speedrunner can watch consistently like manipulate the ai to do something um you, you can't say it's unfair can you really if if there's loads of rng about it then you probably could but the fact that you can consistently get like the bosses and stuff to kind of do the same things um to, yeah. to yeah, beat yeah. Them just kind of shows that if you're good enough you and you, you know, practice again it's the whole thing about practicing um, if you do practice, you will get good at it. But it just doesn't take the thousands of hours that some games want you to to put into them. Yeah, true that. Um, next on the list is Cuphead. I don't know if you ever played it. I haven't actually because it, it, it only came out on PC and Xbox originally, didn't it? And then I think that has finally... Has it, has it come out on PS4 yet? Uh, pass. I know it's out on Switch because that's oh, where okay. I played I've it. never played it, no, because I've, I've I have haven't bought it on my Switch, but um, I never had an Xbox or PC enough to want to to get it, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I played it on Switch. Um, it's hard. Yeah, I've heard it's hard. <laughs> it, 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 but I think it's another one of those games where you kind of just have to. 
learn. You learn like the boss patterns they and have stuff. A distinct pattern as well, don't they? They follow the same yeah. pattern over and over again. So again, that's just down to yeah. practice, isn't it? I don't think it's unfair. It's just again, how many hours do you want to put into the game to to get good at it? Yeah, and it's one of those games as well that has controls that are so tight that you do the slightest like slip up and like you're yeah. dead. So you, so it kind of does come down to to you getting like good. Yeah, again, and but not like you know having to learn really bullshit mechanics. And it de- just again, it de- like for me, it would depend how long it would take for me to to get good at it. You know, what I mean, like if it wanted me to play yeah. thousands of hours, again, I probably would never complete it, but. Um, it doesn't seem like yeah. the kind of game where it would be unfair to the point where you have to do stuff like perfect all the time. In, lo- in logic. Yeah, it definitely isn't. Um, next is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. I've never played it. I wouldn't really say that's a difficult game. That, again, is a multiplayer game. So it comes, one, down to how good you are at multiplayer games, like how good are you at shooting. Mm-hmm. Um because the first person shooter, how good are you shooting and stuff? And also how good is your team? So again, it's a team-based sh- shooter where you have to either protect a hostage or or bomb site or get to the bomb site and or save the hostage. And again, I, I don't think that's difficult in the sense that if you play it, it's not like a single player game where they can make the difficulty. It just depends on who you play against sort of thing. Well, this list makes it kind of unclear on what it's really talking about here with it, because it doesn't really mention anything specifically about multiplayer or single player. So is it difficult because, like, it's got a hard single player or is it difficult because... I don't think it does have a hard single player. The single player is basically a glorified tutorial. Um, So then it has to be talking about a multiplayer, right? I guess so, but I, I haven't played it enough, but I know, I've played it with a friend and I know you have to again you have to sink in there's got to be natural talent in shooters um first thing and then you have to have just played it so much that you know where the best line of sights are what you can shoot through what are the normal tactics players will use um and stuff like that so again i i can't really think you can judge that on how difficult the game is because you're playing against yeah, the people yeah, it doesn't seem fair to kind of rate its difficulty because there might be people better than you. Like, I could say, oh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is a hard game because there are players way better at it than me, yeah. like, online. But so, the game isn't hard. It's just, like, those people are actually just better than me. So there goes a big one decides that is null and void, and we discount it. Game media, game media, get your shit together. Come right, on. what's the next one? Next is Super Mario Maker 2, which, again... Is that fair? I don't think you can <laughs> say that... it fair because it's all about people making levels for people. And I know in those kind of games, people deliberately try and make them super hard, don't they? Yeah, they can do. They can they can set up courses that are like really difficult. And that's what so... people do like, I guess, with Super Mario Maker because I did listen to a different podcast actually, um, where it first came when it first came out ages and ages ago, or the, at least the original when the original one first came out. And they were saying that people go on there to try the hard levels. Like there were people that have been like only 5% of people have completed this. Only 0.4% of people have completed this. And then people are like, oh, I'm going to try that. But they put in like bullshit tactics, like an invisible block that when you jump, you hit it and insta fall into a pit and stuff. And yeah, again, I'm uh, there goes a big one discounts this one and it's not void. 
I guess it depends on how you kind of class difficulty in the game. Like I would personally say a game would be difficult if if the game structure itself that was designed by the game developers is difficult, like something like Dark Souls, for example. I just don't think you can put you can compare a multiplayer difficulty to a single player difficulty. I just don't those two things are completely different because yeah. single player difficulty is designed to be difficult by developers and they're designed to be a certain way. Whereas multiplayer difficulty is just how good is the person you're against and what sort of random bullshit are they going to gonna pull out of their ass? Because people are just so unpredictable. Yeah. So it, yeah. I don't think you can count them on the same the same level of, on difficulty. I think there's different factors to what makes multiplayer difficult to single player. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what's next? Uh, next is Sekiro, I've which never, I never, never played. played. Which is weird, because it's a From Software game, so you think we'd be all over that. Yeah. I do I... want to play it eventually, but it's just... There was something about it that it just didn't seem like I would enjoy it so much. But I, I can't make a comment. No, I can't even. I have heard it is tough. Well, it's by um, From Software, so I can't imagine it's going to be walkover easy. Yeah, but I think because it's like, you know, samurai and like katanas and stuff, it's. I could imagine it'd be a lot more like precise than Dark Souls. Because yeah. in some Souls games, you can get like the biggest sword available and just like wildly swing and then just have like. I hope think. To kill anything in your path. I think the concept of that game is you need to start of like parry to stagger people because once you get your parry yeah. game on and you stagger it like instantly takes a health bar off them so it's not about chipping them down like it is with dark souls it's more about getting them to stagger and then taking a whole health bar off but um yeah I'd, i've never played it so I, I couldn't really say how difficult i can I imagine I can, I can imagine it's a lot more like one-on-one kind of fight yeah dark souls has yeah, so I can't make a comment, but I, from what I've seen of people play, it looks difficult. So we all yeah. agree. Oh, this is an inter- interesting one, actually. Um, they've got Oddworld on here, Abe's Odyssey, the original. Um, yeah, no, I would say that is quite difficult. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that's an age thing, because games weren't as long when Abe's Odyssey came out. Um, so I think it was um... made difficult... It was coming out of that era where video games were just difficult. Like what the the get consoles before them had to be mm-hmm. difficult to to keep people playing because their to games be weren't yeah yeah because games weren't naturally long. So I feel like that's got a bit of trying to obviously be new, but at the same time, it's still in that age where um, games weren't necessarily super long. So there was probably a little bit more difficulty in it to keep you playing. I agree, but I would also maybe argue that like the content of a game and given like who you play as what your character can do it kind of like kind of limited on a lot of stuff like as abe you can't fight enemies so you kind of have to avoid like all the different enemies and because you're on like a 2d plane where the enemies can like shoot you you have to be really careful on like where you go and what you do but you can use your super brain powers to take control of enemies and shoot them yeah but you got to make sure you're in like a safe spot to do it it's a yeah. real like a real tactical game. It's a puzzle platformer, isn't it, at the end of the day? That's what it is. Yeah. It's a 2D puzzle platformer, and I think those games are just hard anyway, because you've got to use your brain. So yeah, I, would well. agree that it's, I would agree that it's on there. Maybe not quite as difficult as some of the other games on there. 
Um, but I definitely can see that it is quite a difficult game. Yeah, I agree. Oh, uh, okay. So, oh no. Yeah, th- this was clearly made to kind of like. I wonder when this was actually Best made. Fortnite, this isn't it? No, they've got um that. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Getting over it with Bennett Foddy. Oh, but that's difficult. It's where it's meant to be difficult. Yeah, it was purposely that... designed to be like. Yeah, the difficult. guy designed it to be frustrating. Yeah, it was yeah. one of those. Oh, that's like it? an easy target, isn't it? It's just there to be difficult. So streamers, it's it's a streamer game, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's a YouTuber and streamer yeah. game, which is what we were saying was like Five Nights at Freddy's and Slenderman and like all the pretty mediocre horror games that were shoved out by indie developers. Um, yeah, because people watch everyone get like really pissed off at this man in a pot falling down a cliff, and that they've got so far, and then they're at the beginning of the stage. Yeah. I, I, it is difficult, and I would say it technically it does deserve to be on the list, but at the same time, it's a really easy it seems target. A bit of a teach. Yeah, it's a bit like, you know, well, obviously. I may have put that as an honorable mention, being like, well, this is designed to be difficult, so it could go yeah. on the list, but we're better games journalists than this, and so we're not going to include it. I mean, Dark Souls is designed to be difficult, going back to that, but it's also like. But it's not it designed to be that... frustrating. It wasn't designed no. that you'd lose all your progress. Every time, yeah. Like, you don't kill two bosses, for example, lose to another boss, and then have to go right back to the beginning and kill all the bosses again. And I suppose the difference with that compared to something like getting over it is uh, with Souls, you have so many different like options and things available. Um, with this game, you're literally a man in a pot with a hammer, so you just have to... That's all you get. And every to, time to, to try and get to, the game. to go back to Dark Souls, every time it is frustrating beating your head against the wall against a um, a boss and not being able to beat it. But that one time when you figure it out and you nail the boss and you defeat it, the feeling you get when you've made it through and you're like, I've done it, I've made it past that obstacle. It, there, there's nothing better, I feel, in a video game than the feeling you get in Dark Souls after kind of it clicking and you being like actually i know how to beat this boss i think the thing that really works with dark souls in that regard and monster hunter kind of has this too is uh you beat like a tough boss or monster and you go yeah you get that feeling of euphoria and you're like yeah i'm so awesome i beat that really tough thing and it makes you then want to take on the next harder thing because there is more to those games you know you don't just beat that one hard boss and the game is done you have to carry on and do more and it and getting those feelings constantly makes you want to progress and do more. Well, there's actually, I obviously maybe, maybe when Ben's hit, maybe if when we get a guest, for example, we're going to try and get our friend Ben on at, at some point. Um, maybe mm. when we've got a friend who maybe he's not so fond of like those kind of games, mm. maybe we could have a conversation with them and see why they didn't like the game. Cause we will gush over them. And yeah, also, every time- talk about dark souls we're like dude how great is dark souls and and we'll always play it like there's there will be moments where like not recently recently but we sat and we played through dark souls one two and three did we we finished three didn't most we? most of three we yeah. didn't quite finish three. oh we no we're in the dlc aren't we um yeah we're in the first dlc but no we've played through the at least the first and second one and we did a like a co-op run um and oh, we can we can just go back and play this game for for ages. It is such a fun it would rhythm. be it definitely would be interesting to get like an outsider opinion 
Yeah, because I do know my friend Jordan. He He's the reason I actually bought the game, funny enough, because he bought it and I went over to his house and, and saw him play a little bit. Of it, and I was like, this game looks amazing. And I'm pretty sure when Dark Souls 1 first came out, I swear it was about 30 quid. I don't really? think it was. I don't think Dark Souls 1 was like 40, 50 quid when it first came out. I could have sworn the reason I picked it up is because it was about 30 pounds. And I was like, oh, what, what's to lose on that? Um, and it is fantastic. I thought it was marketed quite, quite no. Highly or like I think because Dark Souls One wasn't massive. Like I didn't even, I'd never even heard of those kind of games. It, it, it got massive. I yeah, definitely maybe it did. But Dark Souls One, when, when Dark Souls One first came out, it was because of Demon Souls, and Demon Souls did not have a massive following. Um, at least not enough yeah, for was... people to um, go crazy about and media to to do it. But when Dark Souls came out, yeah, it was very unknown. Um, kind of a cult classic sort of thing yeah and when he played it he got so angry at it and again i think it's kind of different because he's a multiplayer person and he is super good at shooting games and you can attest to this Mm because you've played with him he's so good at shooting games and i feel there's a sort of a talent at being good at shooting games that i don't think kind of correlates to like the dark soul kind of games like it's obviously completely different, and I I am not great at shooting games, um, but there's something about Dark Souls, and we'll probably have a whole episode about Dark Souls anyway. Um, yeah, there's just so much about Dark Souls; it's just it's so good. Yeah, isn't Dark Souls great? Yeah. Anyway, what's the next one on the list? <laughs> um, next up is Super Meat Boy. Oh, I fucking love Super Meat Boy. Yeah, so do I. And it's I, definitely a game worth being on here, though. Yeah, and no, I agree. It's definitely difficult. But again, not an unfair difficulty, I don't think. It's one of those games you just have to practice. Um, at, like a lot of these games. But it's designed in a way that once you've, you've, got, you've practiced and you, you've learned it, you'll, you'll be all right every time you play it. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things that kind of make it work. Like, the controls are really, really solid. Yeah, they're, they're very so responsive. They're so tight. Yeah, um, but also like when you're going for a level and you're struggling with it, you can die like you can die like fifty or times, but it will take you like a second to like respawn and then just keep just keep trying over and over and over again. Yeah, it's one of those games where because the, there's not a massive loading screen between you dying and restarting, and every time you get a little bit further, or at least it was for me, every time I got a little bit further in that, I was like, right. I can do this. And then I try again and I yeah. get a little bit further and I'm like, right. And I think my favorite part of that game is when you complete the game, it does you a replay of all of your little meat boys yeah, and where they died. And it's so cool seeing like this last little meat boy make his way through. Um, it was like weeded out of the stuff. No, I definitely agree. It's on the difficult you, thing. You, you die, you die and you're not like, Oh shit. I just lost all my progress of the past, like yeah. half hour. You die. Oops, well, try again. (laughs) And that's the thing, again, and I think that comes down to the difference on this list, that that's a single-player game that is designed Mm -hmm. in a very specific way to be that difficult, but not unfairly difficult. And again, multiplayer games, uh, there's a completely different way to designate or kind of say what is difficult. Yeah. Right, so yeah, definitely on the list. What's next? Um... Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> next is ring fit adventure what 
Is that you know that game? Unfit and fat. You can't. Do I it? guess. I yeah. I guess so. I mean, I probably couldn't do it. I'd probably pass out after the first two minutes. Ring Fit Adventure is arguably the most difficult game on this list because it asks you to exercise. Luckily, the game makes this dreaded activity riotlessly enjoyable by sending you on a varied and rewarding fitness quest, and that is it. That's all they wrote. That is very. That is very. Oh god, exercise! It's basically saying. People that play video games hate exercise. Which is not 100% true. I know a load of people that play video games that are fit. It's not 100% wrong, it's, it's not, not 100% true. It's not. I mean, I am into the very the camp of I'm too unhealthy, just the thought of exercise. That seems a bit... I don't, that seems a bit... I don't think it needs to be on the list. I'm I think not, that's really sh- stupid to be on the list, but... Um... I'm not sure. But... Anyway, next one. <laughs> Last off is Battletoads. I never played it. I never but again, it. is it the original Battle Toads or the remake? Uh, well, the image on the website is clearly of the newer of a newer one, I think. But I know that the old one is notoriously yeah, hard. I'm pretty sure there's a point in the old one that was designed to be almost impossible. Yeah, and that is because it's an old game, and they needed to kind of artificially lengthen the game by making yeah, yeah. balls to the walls difficult. Yeah, see, that's the thing as well. With, like, newer games, they can be more, like, genuinely difficult instead of unfair because, like, they don't have to pad out their time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And... Whereas older games had to, you know, get more bang for your buck, so they'd be a bit more unfair, so you'd die more times and spend more time on it. And I think with newer games, um, as long as it's a thoroughly enjoyable game... I don't think people necessarily care about the length of the game anymore. Like, I would much rather have, like, a four or five-hour gameplay experience where I thoroughly enjoy all of the game than have, like, a 60-hour experience where it's just padded with the same mundane shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) I I do want to say, moving on from that list, if you you want to very... There's a list here of the 25 hardest video games from The Guardian. Okay, let's do this then. Let's look at what the which, old old which, men think. Is well, that's well, that's what I was going to say. We need a bit of context here. The Guardian, if you don't know, is a UK newspaper that is normally considered stereotypically as a newspaper that a lot of like older people would read. It's kind of like yeah. the old businessman's newspaper. But I always find it funny when newspapers try and be like, here's the video game. And like, films as well. When... And the film like review and it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, anyway, okay, let's quickly, we'll go from very quickly. We won't make, we won't describe them. We'll just, we'll just go through and say yes or no. Um, they got Demon Souls and Dark Souls on here, yeah. obviously. Um, Ghost and Goblins, never played uh, yeah, it, but, but again, I've heard it's pretty difficult. hard. Yeah, they're making a remake of that, actually. They've made it, haven't they? Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, because it's on the Xbox Ninja Go- Pass, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 2. I've heard that's pretty hard. Well, that's coming out soon on the Switch, yeah, I'm actually. I'm excited to look at that. Is it just Switch or is it coming out on yeah. other consoles yeah. as well? Might be on other. I, I would assume it's on other consoles. I think po- if it comes out on weird if it... PS4, I'll probably pick it up on PS4. I think it would probably be more of a. Yeah, I, do. I do like action games like that. Uh, speaking of which, God Hand is on here. I never played it. But I never played it either. I've heard it's kind of I don't cool. even know what that is about. 
Uh, you got a guy with a special glowy hand that can like punch people. Oh, well, very, very good. Nice <laughs> Some, explanation. Like that. Yeah, well, that's much. Uh, oh god, never heard of this UFO enemy unknown. Never heard of oh, it. Oh, that is um, that is XCOM, the original XCOM, I believe. Oh, it which, is. Yes, it's very difficult, huh. and even the new ones are super difficult, but so good. Oh, fair enough. Oh god, we've got loads of really old obscure well, they... fade to black. And you know what I'm just saying? It's an old man's newspaper, so the old men would have played these games when they were younger. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Fade to black, never heard, never of, heard of, it. of it. Looked kind of bad for the picture. Narc. <laughs> <laughs> and nope, never heard of it. That way you are in a nope. uh, prison and trying not to get you caught what? being a narc. No, the screenshot has a bunch of like men in trench coach with like shotguns and there's an ass load of explosions all on the screen and there's one guy in a blue biker jacket in the middle of them it's i, I don't i've got to, got to say i don't understand it but i'm intrigued to play it god no oh, there's really old games though smash tv never heard of it oh, i've heard of it yeah the simpsons from 1991 yeah see it's just old people games we weren't even born in 1991 Takeshi's Challenge oh, from 1986. You watched Takeshi's Castle on a side note. I have watched so it. So good. Such a good TV program. Japanese are great. Rogue from 1980. Okay, I think we should, yeah, this, this just, there's no point in reading this out. We're not going to know what so, these are. Oh, God, these are like, they're just getting more and more like, oh, Super Meat Boys on there. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Trials Fusion. That, yeah, is a, that is a hard game. We used to play loads of that, which is weird because you didn't think it'd be our kind of game. I did like a bit trials. Yeah. Especially yeah. playing with they my were. brother in law Kevin. Uh I'm trying to see if there's anything else interesting on here that we can No, nope, that was it. Wow, what a bunch of weird, obscure, like You can tell an old man did it. Clearly someone who I has guess... played old... which I'm not saying is a bad thing. If you grew up playing those sort of games good on you because you yeah, have more patience yeah, sure. than me to play that that stuff because going back to it god i don't think i could yeah i mean the only game yeah, i yeah. could probably go back to it like the original sonic games and the mickey mouse games but that's because i played them when i was younger with my dad so oh, see i didn't play those I'd, I'd still find them really hard i played like spyro and stuff which are definitely not well i've got difficult. i've got a um not an emulator, but you know when they brought out the virtual, like the mini NES and the mini PlayStation? Yeah. They also brought out a Sega Mega Drive version. And mm-hmm. it came with a bunch of games. And I also bought Sonic 3 on cartridge and the Mickey Mouse games again on cartridge. Because um, mm. it still has a cartridge slot. So when you come up next, we can, we'll can definitely sit and play those. Because they're so fun. And Mickey yeah. Mouse is two-player. Oh, nice. So we can... Yeah, I've played like the old Sonic games. I'm just not that good at them because I didn't obviously grow up playing them. I'm only good at the first one because that's the one I only ever played. But I also had a dodgy controller that didn't let me go left. So I just had to keep running right. I'm more of a, more of a new boy Sonic fan. <laughs> Which no one else likes. <laughs> yeah. But Sonic, Sonic, game Heroes. Sonic... Sonic Heroes is great, like... though. It's great in a yeah. bad kind of way. Like it's not great, but it's so bad it's good. <laughs> it controls pretty badly. <laughs> oh, it does. And I used to play it when I was younger. I didn't have the concept of a game like playing terribly. So I used to just think I was bad at the <laughs> game. And then like the more I grew yeah, exactly. up, I played it, and I was like, actually, this game just is designed really poorly and is crap. Yeah. 
and that's a problem with a game like that is like it's kind of difficult because the controls are like really janky and not great yeah so you is it fair to say like that's one of the i mean it's not but if it was would it be fair to say like a game like that would be one of the more like difficult no. games ever no I don't think just it's difficult. It's, that's, just again, that's kind of artificial difficulty. Not as in that it's been made artificially difficult, but it's difficult in the way that it's just poorly designed, which makes it difficult. If they designed it, if it was designed competently to the way they wanted to, it wouldn't nearly be as difficult mm. as it is. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah. I've, something I want to talk about, because I've wanted to talk about for a few, for a couple of episodes that we've had those um, things. Um is I've recently been playing Little Nightmares. Um, mm-hmm. I'm playing the first one, not the second one, because the second one's just come out, but I never played the first one. So I was like, I'm going to give it a try. And it's again, it's one of those games where it only cost, I got it on sale for like five ninety nine uh, with all the DLC. Um, and I probably completed it in about three, four hours. Um, yeah. But the whole thing is it's that concept where it was all of it was so good mm-hmm. that I was happy for it to have finished where it finished. Yeah. Um, I haven't played the DLC yet. I've been trying to get all the trophies in the base game before I go to the DLC. Um, yeah. And I've played through it now like twice all the way through. Um, mm-hmm. And the final trophy I've got to get is I have to complete the whole game without dying in under an hour. <laughs> Jeez. But that's the thing. That I don't mind because they didn't they haven't made it so you have to do that. It's just Yeah, it's like an extra like challenge if you really want to test it. Yeah, if you enjoy it. And I think the game is fun enough that I want to try that. At least a little bit. If I don't get it, I don't do it. But um it's just everything about that game is so good. Um it's really simple. The like it's controls, you've just got to jump, a grab, um, a crouch, a run, and then like a slide if you're running. That is a control. Mm-hmm. That's all you do. But the whole con... And I, I actually am kind of level... I don't actually know what it's about. What do you mean? What? What do you mean? Well, you play as this tiny person. Yeah. Who um, wears a raincoat. And then you have to... It looks like you escape a prison. Right. You then get a chased by something called the janitor, who is basically pedo Mr. Tickle. Okay. He's got horribly long arms. Everybody looks disgusting in it. <laughs> like genuinely right. disgusting. Um and then you so you escape the prison, you then got to escape the janitor in like a residence kind of area. Then the next mm-hmm. level you are in a kitchen. And oh my god, the two chefs are so rank. But they don't really make it clear what's going on, do they? Like I've I've not. No, played they it, don't. So. I that's what I mean. I've beaten the game. Right. Oh, no, I did. <laughs> there's like an Is it the sort of thing where it's up to your own like interpretation? No, I don't or... think so. I think there's definitely a storyline. I just think I'm too stupid to know what it is. I was like that when I first watched the uh, the second four movie for the Dark World. I just had no idea what had happened. I'm gonna have to read through it. Like at the end, spoilers. It's a very old game, so I'm gonna spoil it. So I've literally spoiled half of it anyway. But the final mission is you go into this like there's like there's loads of these fat, ugly people that are just mm-hmm. shoveling food in their face, 
and the whole of the fourth level is you running through this weird restaurant-esque area and these people are like you're running across their tables and stuff and they're just like trying to grab at you as soon as they see you to try and eat you there's a few of them that like just flop onto the floor and then drag themselves after you because they really want to eat you um Right. And then you get to the end of that level and there's just like a wave of fat people chasing you and you're like running away, you're mm-hmm. running away from them. You get away and then you climb up into this other area and you see this really skinny lady with like a kimono mask kind of thing, like a porcelain mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole final level is very short. It's just you go to her bedroom, steal a key and then pick up a mirror and Every time she tries to attack you, you point the mirror at her and she explodes. Right. And then you kill her. You eat her. Oh, what? And then you get weird magical psychic powers. And you just start walking out of this weird building that's built on the sea. Um, And every time the fat people try and get you, you explode them. <laughs> that took a turn. That's that's definitely not how I thought the ending of that game would go. And then at the last, the final moments are you walking upstairs, and the camera stays fixed at the bottom of the stairs, and you just get smaller and smaller as you walk up to the light out of these stairs. While I have to admit, some of the coolest music I've heard in a long time in a video game plays. Um, and I like the music that much that I have a theme on my PlayStation Four that now plays that music. But you just don't know what. But happened. I don't know what happened. Like, it, it... like I'm gonna have to look it up because I genuinely don't know what happens. <laughs> it kind of seems like the sort of game, and that, and I don't mean any like disservice to the game, but it kind of seems like the sort of game where it's like really artsy and dark, kind of for the sake of being artsy and dark. Let me try and look it up. Little nightmares. What the story? Yeah. Is it the sort of thing that maybe would get explained in the second game? No, I don't think so, because that looks like you're playing as a completely different character. Oh. Right, so I've got it up here. Uh, Plot. (laughs) It's just a a big question mark. Right, the plot is you're a nine-year-old little girl in a yellow raincoat named Six. Named what? Named Six, like the number. Six? Oh, I thought you said Sticks. Sticks, no, no, Six. She awakens from a dream resembling a woman of a was a dream of a woman resembling a geisha and then all you have is a lighter and you have to sneak around something called the moor a massive underwater iron vessel d- designed for much larger inhabitants um and then it's just talking about that uh was then she goes to the ladies quarters stream of broken mirrors i just yeah i don't so there's not really a main plot no, per maybe se. Not. It's just you do just trying to escape, I guess. But there's also a underlying thing that happens in the game, um, where your character gets hungry every so often, mm-hmm. and then it it you then just start eating stuff. But the things you eat progressively gets more and more disturbing. Like the oh. first time, you... so who's the real monster? Well, the first time you eat a little a random kid that's in the background of the game just kind of throws bread at you. Uh, um, oh, right. I thought you were going to say no, just, the first thing you eat no, is a random little no. kid. I'm going to get worse than that. <laughs> well, then, no, you, um, <laughs> you, you eat the bread the kid throws you. And then the next point 
you are following a rat because you're hungry, but there's like food in a trap meant for the rat. So you eat that food. There's like a sausage or something in a trap. I don't know why. Um, and you eat that and then you get captured. Then the third time, there's nothing but the rats to eat. So you eat a rat. Orkham, just like in Snake Eater. Yep. And then the fourth and final time, um, there's these little gnome people that are smaller than you. And they're like collectibles throughout the game. And throughout the game, you have to like hug them because they're scared. So mm-hmm. you hug them and then they're all happy and they run around. And it's really sad because if you're playing through it where you're helping these little guys, you're like hugging them all. And then the final one that counts as a collectible, you're really hungry. And he goes to hand you a sausage that he's found on the floor. And instead of mm-hmm. eating the sausage, your character just grabs hold of this little gnome person and starts like just like eating him. God. And it's just really horrible. And then you're just like, oh, I'm fine. Guess I'll just continue. And it's just a really weird game. <laughs> so it is like a weird spiral of you becoming like not a monster, but like, I don't know. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like you're becoming them. Worse. And then you get the weird powers that the lady has at the end. And then you just explode huh. people. It's such a weird game but at the same time would you would you say that like detracted from the experience though oh, not knowing what was definitely happening? not i mean i i loved it it's a like a 2d like 2.5d kind of thing because you can go like backwards and forwards on the, the the plane as well but it's a puzzle platformer that it's the the location and the ambience and kind of the world that you're in that is just so interesting well, there you go. It's, I, guess, I guess it's the kind of game that's meant to be more about like just experiencing it than really like completely understanding it. Like, not every game needs to have like cutscenes and you know character dialogue and all that jazz. Oh no, definitely. And I would definitely recommend it to anybody who maybe was thinking about playing it. I mean, I haven't spoiled it very much because I don't fucking know what I did in it. Um, <laughs> but it's one of those games where even if someone has told you what happened, experiencing it. There's loads of stuff that yeah. I haven't told you about, and I haven't told you about any of the puzzles. Um, and it, it was just for like a free four hour experience, I would highly recommend it to anyone. And I'm definitely going to pick up the second one once I've done all the DLC. Um, Who's it made by? Because it looks like it's like kind of similar to like It has the name here. It's made by somebody. Tarsia Studios, T-A-R-S-I-E-R Studios. And it's actually published by Bandai, Bandai Namco. Yeah. Oh, it's set in a mysterious world, a little known as far as the journey of six, a hungry little girl who must escape the moor that's inhabited by myster- monstrous twisted beings. That's that's the little concept. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I guess if you just get that kind of base concept and just have to be like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's just a weird world, I guess. You can kind of just go along with yeah, it. Yeah, and this one came out in 2017, so it's quite an old game now. Um, but I do know this. Yeah, I do know the second one came out February this year, and apparently it's got really, really good reviews, the second one, and apparently loads of people have really said it's 10, like they've got what the first one did, and then they built massively upon it. Yeah, well, these like kind of would you it would you say it classes as like an indie game? Oh, definitely, it kind of it is, definitely is an indie game, but it's yeah. just one of those indie games that is very high polished and yeah, and you're seeing a lot more like games be like that. You know, they don't always have to have like 
hundreds of millions put into them. They don't always have to have like, you know, like realistic groundbreaking graphics, really intense, like in-depth gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, I mean, I definitely am going to go down and, and try and do the challenge. Um, it's just different because once you know where you're going, it is the next logical step is to try and complete it as quickly as possible because <laughs> it just, mm-hmm. it's one of those games where the mechanics and stuff, are so again it's got really tight gameplay and really like simple gameplay um that once you know the puzzles it is just a case of um well how can i do this faster and sort of is there anything i can yeah. do and there's little tricks and stuff that i imagine the speedrunners will have a field day on it um but but yeah, i'm not very sounds... good at it <laughs> No, um, I've never been good at like speedrunning stuff. <laughs> yeah, I tried out last once, but again, I didn't get very far on that either. Yeah. Any other games that you want to talk about? Um, One thing I have been playing a little bit recently, only like a little bit, because I always kind of start it and I don't really like see it through that much. I was playing um Pokemon Conquest on the DS. Oh, is that the one where it's like turn-based strategy? That's the one where it's kind of like, uh, I guess the closest thing I can compare it to is like Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. That sort of tactical and sort a bit of game. Like Fire Emblem. Where you're on like, yeah, you're on like a grid system and you have your uh, your Pokemon or your characters and then you can move around on that grid system and go up to your enemies and do like an attack to hit them. Um, what I really like about it though is that it combines that kind of gameplay with pokemon you know like you you catch a bunch of different pokemon that you can have on your team they all have their different like they only have one attack but they they maintain all of the uh the type charts that the main games have um they can evolve and everything and yeah it's it's good i just uh i don't know i can't seem to stick with it for very long every time i play it yeah i've never i don't think i've played many of the side games i did hear that when that came out but yeah it's never the problem I think Conquest had when it came out is uh, it came out at like a really awkward time for Pokemon because it was I I thought it was fourth gen, which is one of the big reasons why I thought I'd play through it again because you know Gen four is kind of big at the moment. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's fifth gen. It's you know the you know the stuff. Um, and I think the problem is that like Gen five was a bit divisive for quite a few people. No, everyone kind of like jumped on it as much as they did well, some of the other games. That's I feel the gen that I skipped. Yeah, but and also it came out, and also it came out really late in the DS's. Uh, oh, it's not three DS one, is it? It's not a three DS game. It's a regular DS, but it does say on the back of the game's box compatible with the three DS. Oh, okay. So it was literally three DS was about to come out. Yeah, well, so I don't think that many people like played it. Well, I uh, speaking of the fifth gen, actually, I have just started a fifth gen playthrough on Black Two because I think I've only played for it once. Um, so I'm I've started an, another playthrough on that, but I'm also considering picking up uh, a copy of either Black One or White One um, just off of mm-hmm. eBay or something, um, just because I've never ever played through that game and I've never owned it, so. Yeah, I figured I might go back yeah. to it. I always thought Black and White 2 was a bit better than Black and White 1, though, personally. Oh, well, yeah, I've never... I mean, I enjoyed what I can remember of, 
of black too but yeah it's just i don't know it's one of those gens where i i just have never felt the need to go back to it like i heart gold and soul silver i will play till the cows come home um oh like you've never thought of a need to go back to black no. two and white two I love black and white too. Like I, I really like those games. I'd play them. But a I lot. wonder if that's the reason because I skipped sort of black and white, like the first one. I um, wonder if that's why I yeah, just maybe because that that was the generation where I sort of was like, maybe I'm a bit done with Pokemon. I guess you can get a bit more context of like the characters and the story by playing the first game. Yeah, well, I never played. I played Black Two after X and Y came out. Mm. So I literally skipped yeah. that whole generation until X and Y came out, and then X and Y made me want to go back and play Black and White or a version of Black and White. Some of the ones you missed because I missed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I haven't got very far. Um, I've just caught Pie. So I like I like Black and White. Like there's a there's a lot of things that they were trying a little differently there. Um, I think I think they really pulled it off. Personally. I mean, I like the. You see why people it seems really them, clean, but... and I think I like it so much because I haven't played it that often. Like, there's bits, the areas I don't really remember, like I remember other generations. So, like, I'm going through areas, and I'm like, oh, this, yeah. this is really cool. Um, yeah, but no, I certainly am enjoying it. I just, yeah, it's weird. It's one of those I've just never really gone back yeah. to. Yeah, see, I can't help but think that like it's just a bit of a dry period at the moment for games until. Uh... Monster Hunter comes out. <laughs> yeah, maybe for us, and especially if you don't. Yeah, if you don't have a like a PS5 to be catching up on, like some of the PS5 games that came out. Um, yeah, there isn't a whole lot that has come out that um, that I've been super excited about. Well, there's not really much that has. Yeah, come see, out. there's see, there's nothing that still is kind of motivating me to get a uh, a PS5. No, also. It, there's just no point in thinking about it, is there? Because at the moment they're literally so hard to get hold of. You can't so even I'm get hoping one, yeah. I probably am <laughs> aiming to hopefully get one probably early next year, if I'm honest. Because by then, surely there's mm-hmm. got to have a point where there's surplus PS5s for people. Yeah, hopefully. Like a good year and a bit after that's come out, there's got to be. Yeah, and hopefully there might be like one or two more games out for it that will make me warrant. Well, I think one. Village is out, isn't it, soon? Is, that, is it out this year? Uh, this year? I don't know. I think, yeah, I think Village so. Village is one I'm excited about. I'll probably pick Demon Souls up again. Um, and what you'd be mm-hmm. excited about getting is Final Fantasy when it comes out. Or at least the next step. Yeah, but we got, n- we got no idea when... Oh, for uh, FF7. Yeah, 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 FF7. Yeah, sorry. The, um, yeah, the UFI, I thought you meant... I thought you meant Final 16. Oh god, that's what we meant. 16, which I, I am excited for, but man, like, who knows when that will be that out? That'll be out in like 2026. Yeah, probably. When the final, <laughs> and episode, it'll probably be when episode four and like two thirds of Final Fantasy VII's out. <laughs> yeah, they might, they might just make it the final episode of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, and be <laughs> like, you know what? Decided to do this. Question: When do you reckon the next? online final fantasy game will come out because obviously there's 14 they had 11 and 12 13 and then they made 14 so do you think that well they're still doing stuff for 14 aren't they? i don't even think it really needs anything else i mean i i played it for about a month and i'm just not an mmo person so it 
it wasn't for me. The grind is too real in that game for me to really want to play it. Um, but I tried. But I can also see why people would enjoy it. Um, if you like MMOs and stuff, it's a pretty solid MMO. Um, but I don't... Will it need one? Maybe in a few years. But World of Warcraft's been out for donkey's years. And it kind of just keeps getting updated, yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of depends how much they want to try and update it or, um, you know, if it will ever feel out of date. Like, I don't play it myself either, so I, I, I don't have an answer I think they said the final but expansion. Is a point, yeah, but if there is a point when it ever does feel a little outdated, maybe that will be yeah. the time. But wow, I don't isn't know. it? Wow's one of those things where it's been out for years and they just keep the next expansion comes out, just looks a little bit better than the last one. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't know. I'm not completely opposed to to some games doing that. I wouldn't mind if Smash Bros. did that, to be oh, honest. Just because well, how do you top yeah. it? <laughs> how can you announce like a brand new Smash Bros. game and like try and top what you've already got? I feel like got? there probably won't be another Smash on the Switch. I feel like Smash on the Switch is is going to be that game, and they'll just keep releasing character packs for the Switch version. Well, Sakurai has confirmed that this is the last character pack he's making for the game. He's not doing any more after. after well, this. there you go. Maybe that's um, that all it needs. And there is talk. There is. Well, there is talk about him doing another another game. Hopefully, not Smash Bros. No, another Smash really? Bros. Really? Apparently, I don't know if anything's been confirmed. How, but I how just draining heard... must it be for a developer to? have made that many games of the same like game like of the same like that's for example like all the smash bro games which effectively are obviously anyone who plays smash will say they're not the same but they're effectively the same kind of game they're just kind of updated tweaked a little bit um oh sakurai like apparently almost died making smash 4 smash bros brawl i can't remember which one it was i just how depressing must it be where you're like well i finished finish making characters for this game and then they're like right go on start the next one wow that's what some game companies are like aren't they that's what happened to uh, kojima with yeah. metal gear is if you look at every single metal gear entry it the ending of all of those games really just make it seem like it's the last and one ubisoft with assassin's creed where, or any ubisoft assassin's game creed. just any console yeah game. um but anyway i yeah, think yeah. that's all really we've got time for if i'm honest we've spoke about hard games yeah, we um, yeah we've kind of been a bit rambly today, but like I think that's kind of yeah nothing wrong with what that. What we'll try to do either next episode or the episode afterwards, we'll try and get a guest on, um, just so they can kind of give us games that they like, and then we can kind of play off that. Um, if there's any game they want to like talk about, we'll kind of focus also. On I really want you to download the last remnant. Is it remnant? Remnant me. The free game that's for PlayStation at the moment, Remnant or something or other. I thought it was via FF7. It really. is, and Remnant is the other one. Oh. I wanted to uh, download okay. that because I've downloaded it, played the tutorial, and now I can do multiplayer stuff. So I want to do it so we can play through it. Yeah, oh, it's, it's it basically like Dark Souls. You just join, join friends and stuff and do bosses. and. So okay. I kind of want to play that with you, and then we can kind of talk about what we think next week maybe. Yeah, maybe. Nah, do it. I'm going to pest you till you do it. Yeah, maybe.
Nah, probably right. will. Well, anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, and like I said, we've started our Instagram, just in case anyone is curious. It's There Goes a Big One, um, exactly as the title is. Uh, feel free to follow on there. Uh, that's where you'll be getting news of new episodes. And if, for example, we're not able to do something or something's happened, we'll just keep you updated um, on there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I probably won't use it that much, but no, he probably won't. I've got the account, so <laughs> I can make stuff up about him and put it on there. Oh. <laughs> He's a stinky butt. Anyway, um, thanks for listening and tune in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>